With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is Master Griot Radio, channel 13 on your NBBTA internet radio dial. I'm Jacqueline Taylor Adams, and I am your host for this moment in time. It's time for purpose-driven words. Shaping thoughts, building minds, true wealth, communities, and legacies. If my words had wings, they'd fly to you each day. Hello. Welcome to Christmas in July. Plan to profit this holiday season. This show is hosted by Taylor Adams and sponsored by Taylor Adams Marketing and Management. And this is our business-to-business, annual business-to-business series. Basically, what we're speaking of when we say Christmas in July, we're telling you, as a business owner, it's time for you to plan for for the holiday season. We know as businesses, especially retail, this is the largest part of the season. Is a holiday season. A lot of times this is what moves us out of red and into the black. And But many small businesses and entrepreneurs do not adequately prepare. In the words of um, Cedric the Entertainer, we kind of come about it all willy-nilly. But we don't want to come about this all willy-nilly. We want to be purposed in our action, and we want to take the time to plan. Now, starting on July 2nd, we kick off with the back-to-school shopping season, and the countdown begins to the 2012 holiday sales. In nine weeks, between um, July 2nd and before our early online shoppers begin their holiday shopping, and they do that September the 1st. So my question to you is, on September the 1st, Will your campaigns be in front of your audience? Will they have an idea of what you're going to be doing special for the holidays? Will they know what, you know, what is going to be special, what is going to be on sale, what's new coming out, what will you be introducing? Will they have any idea? And then do you have a way that you plan to test it? measure it, and resend it out again. So we want to use July and August to plan and implement our holiday selling strategies. And last week, our wonderful guest was um, Marcin and Rebecca. And Marcin worked with us on content marketing how to focus our content, our blogs, our keywords, various things, how to focus them in and prepare them for our holiday selling strategy. You know, how to generate traffic, how to capture leads, 
So make sure you listen to part one. Rebecca focused on our same outlining, but her focus basically, she just spoke through the design portion, the design aspects. So as a graphic designer and visual artist, she shared with us what we need to consider in our visual representation. So now we're here today with a wonderful panel of people. And our panel we're going to be talking about today is advertising and strategies. So while in regards to advertising, we need to understand that when we advertise, first of all, we need to understand that we must advertise. And we're not going to do it all free. We're not going to take social media and think everything we blast across social media is going to really help us to profit and be able to compete with our competitors and bring in real revenue by doing everything free. You have to invest in advertising. So to that, you know, to this point, as small business owners, entrepreneurs, solopreneurs, we need to make sure that our dollars are focused. We need to make sure that our marketing dollars are going to generate real returns. Um, at least leads, but at the, you know, our goal is to actually generate sales. And we know the holiday time is one of the best times to get sales. It's easier to get sales. But we need to do the, the right um, legwork so that people are choosing to shop with us over all these other people that they have options to shop with. And second, you know, we're picking, choosing the right advertising strategies. So we want cost-effective strategies, um, strategies with great returns, and all of our guests today can help us with that. We have three special guests today. One is Roger Madison. And Roger is CEO of Izania, Azania, and Roger, as CEO of Azania, he um, he runs the Azania Market Program, and um, with that, that's like a Groupon program, but this Groupon program. The Groupon program is is just that this runs through a black market. It's free for you to enter in, so there's no cost for you as a business to enter into the program. And then there's a percentage paid out when the sales are done, and you offer discounts. So it's a standard program, but this is a special program run through Azania, and it is targeting the African-American um, community, affluent African-American community. So you then, you know, have an opportunity to target your market, get your products out to a market that is really looking for them, looking to support you as a black business owner, and, um, again, to showcase your specials and your deals to a specific market. So... As we go through the outline, and we will speak to our guests in regards to the outline, we will 
then look at how um, this will, wow, will work for you. <laughs> so, um, you know, Roger was just on, so we're waiting to get his call back. I think his call dropped. So we're waiting for him to call back. So as we wait for Roger to call back in, and hopefully he can keep his signal up, what we're going to do, we're going to talk about the outline. And we'll go back through it with Roger. But first, you want to look at, in planning your holiday selling strategy, you definitely want to start with what will you sell. And... That's key. What are you going to sell? Are you going to sell what you sell year-round and just repackage it for the holiday season based off of what you normally sell? Are there any things, any items, services that sell better during the holiday season that you want to focus on those items for the holiday season? Um, Are there different things, new things coming out, new products? You know, are you going to attend, industry, you know, trade shows, different things to see what's out in your industry, what's new, um, what can align with what you have, what will work well, and what will help you profit. Um, these are the things you want to look at. You want to look at what are the trends for 2012 holiday season. What are the hot items? There are definitely certain toys and all that are hot. Dolls, games, all of those things are very popular in coming out. The Kindle, hot. iPad, hot. So these are the things you want to look at and consider. So now we have our special guest on the line. He made it back in. And this is Mr. Roger Madison. How are you? Great, sir. I am doing wonderful. Thank you for having me as your guest today. All right. Now, Roger, just to bring our listeners in, please share with everyone who is the man, Roger Madison, and what is your claim to fame? Uh, I don't know about fame, but uh, <laughs> my my claim to business experience is uh, 30 years in corporate America, and I am now retired with an, a unique and singular focus helping black-owned businesses succeed. Okay. I, I wake up every day, and uh, everything we do at Izania Market is structured around helping black-owned businesses. Right. So just give our cause a little idea. Where are you from, Roger, and, you know, what so inspired you to be so driven in helping our black-owned businesses? Tell us, you know, just a little bit background about the man. I am located in uh, Columbus, Ohio, and like um, many of you, um, occasionally I look around at the, the services uh, pay for at my home and and the shopping that I do. And and one day I asked uh, one of my friends, "Where can I find a black lock to help me solve at my home?" And we couldn't come up with one, so it occurred to me that there is an void in the marketplace for people who who have an interest 
of doing, doing business with black-owned businesses. And black people have a natural interest to do business with each other, but in many cases, we just don't have the information available to us to make that decision. And so we created Isanya Market to uh, identify black-owned businesses, and it has grown to a an online directory of over 2,600 black-owned businesses all across the country, from California to New York. And uh, what we do is we help promote those businesses with email marketing, with uh, banner advertising, and, and we, we publish articles, blogs, and videos uh, at no cost to uh, the, the, the business on our website at www.izania.com. Okay. All right. Well, um, that's really free. So um, I share with people that Azania Market is it's the same type of program as a Groupon type program, and you know basically how you know businesses would benefit by participating because they get to one you know focus in on a deal and it helps them gain leads and customers as well as, um, you know, sales. So um, they definitely want to this holiday season. Um, if African Americans are within your um, audience, you definitely want to focus, put some energy into um, some of your efforts and planning to put with the um, Isania market. So to that end, we understand what type of program. We understand that there's no cost to, you know, place items on Anzania Market, and their their fee only comes with a sale. Yes. So now, to uh, this, Jackie, good. let me let me say something about what we're doing. Uh, we're not a Groupon lookalike. What we do uniquely, and what we are trying to do uniquely, which which specifically help black-owned businesses. We approach the holiday trying to create an online black niche market. I heard you speak earlier about what kinds of things are you going to holiday season. The, the, the interesting fact is most people don't know about what uh, black-owned businesses are selling online. And most of the products that we sell online are unique and not available in the mainstream. They're not available at Walmart. They're not available at Macy's. They're not uh, available at Amazon or, or any of those traditional outlooks. So we have a unique advantage if we are able to create a niche market. I have identified uh, dozens of black-owned businesses and put them together in one place so that what we offer, you won't have to compete with Walmart to sell. You won't have to compete with Amazon to sell. And and by creating this niche market, we can uniquely offer a discount structure just like everybody else going into the holidays. That's why we wait for Christmas sales. Discount offers attract new customers. So what we're doing at Isanya Market Deals is building and creating this unique black niche market, and people who come there will find things that 
they will not see anywhere else. One last thing. What we do with each individual merchant is that we structure a discount for you that makes your products attractive. What Groupon does, uh, they say you have to offer a 50% discount and we take 50% of the proceeds. In many cases, that will cause a black merchant to lose more money with the more they sell. Uniquely at Isanya Market, we will subsidize your discount structure so that you can offer the most attractive deal to our target audience and not lose money. You need to call me or contact me at uh, www.isanya.com, and I will share with you how we can do that, and that way all of us make money, and uh, we don't have to be worried about competing with the folks at Groupon or Amazon or Walmart. Okay. Now, um, it's not asanyamarket.com? Well, uh, forgive me. Okay. Asanyamarket.com is uh, a member of the Isanya family. Our primary website is www.isanya.com. Our deal website, where we publish the deals, is www.isanyamarket.com. So where should the businesses go um, to sign up? Where should the the, um, consumers go to check out the deals and all and sign up? Okay. The consumers and businesses who want to be a part of of Isanya Market deals should go to www.isanyamarket.com. For merchants... You click the tab that says Get Featured, and for uh, consumers, the deals will automatically display, but sign up by entering your email address to continue to receive all of our new de- new deals directly to your inbox. Okay. So um, we have that background. I did my best to tape everything into the chat room to kind of paraphrase what you said about the uniqueness and the niche and why to do business with Azania Market Deals program. So what do we want to do? We're going to move through. We um, first want to give a shout-out to all the guests in the chat room. Hello, everyone in the chat room. <laughs> Thank you for being there. And we want to just, like, move through the outline. And you hit on the first um, one of the first things. What we would um the first thing we talk about what will you sell you know, and so we want you know everyone to consider what they are gonna sell during the holiday season. just don't just happen to come by consider be strategic as to what you're gonna sell um even if you want to sell the same thing you already sell, how are you gonna repackage it to make it more attractive? what type of programs will you have discount programs and different things um you know, will the price, initial pricing structure change, and then you would discount that. That um, just you know, look at everything about how you know what you will sell. So, like, what we would love to or ask Roger, being Isaiah has been around for a long time and has always had a marketplace. The market deals is a new program that also empowers businesses and consumers, but it's had a marketplace forever. 
Roger, just in your experience, what are some, you know, good items that sell during the holiday season? Well, personal gifts is the category that that, that gains the, the the most attention during the the, the the holiday season. Personal gifts for children include toys, games, and um, digital uh, devices. Personal gifts that lead the way for adults include jewelry and um, personal uh, items like fragrances. Uh, and um, believe it or not, people are still giving ties to men. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, especially kids. Giving <laughs> them to their dads. <laughs> and women, they want to see their men in nice ties. <laughs> yes, they do. Yes. But you know, the, and what the, were you saying for children? You went out on a little on, on a little bit. You, you kind, I kind of lost you. What did you say were, were children the gifts that are leading as far as personal gifts? Toys, games, books, and electronic uh, devices and games uh, that that can be played. Some of these uh, new devices. We have some technology merchants in our directory are designing games and, and, and offering those that will run on a variety of different uh, devices. But uh, those are the most popular items that we've seen for Okay. So that just, you know, gives everyone a little background so, um, from experience. So, again, you know, just take this into consideration and um, when we get into strategies, I will even show you how, even if you don't sell products and you may do services and things, how you can still align yourself with um, great um, items that sell during the holidays and you can benefit um, from aligning yourself with the products. So um, the next thing we wanted to go to was um, the next part of our outline. Yes. While you're doing that, there is one other thing that, that I would like to offer, and this is very important to the business owners and entrepreneurs who may be listening. We have a couple of members of our community who will um, develop for you, build for you a mobile-enabled uh, website. Basically, they... They transform your existing website, a website that's easily accessible and designed around format of mobile devices. And that is very, very important for online merchants. If you're going to sell during the holidays, you must have a mobile-enabled website. People are making decisions. And, and many of those impulse decisions arrive at their smartphones. And if you have a, a mobile-enabled uh, business offering, the things you're selling can be accessed uh, by a mobile device. You dramatically increase your visibility and the potential for, for sale. You're right. And we're going to even come back to that again with um – um. 
and part of our um, strategies. We, we're definitely going to come back to that, but definitely we made a note that you need a mobile, a mobile-enabled website, and that that's one of the things that we're going to talk. Because the next thing under what we would sell is inventory. Now, I know what I sent you. I didn't bring that under that, but I'm bringing the inventory in under what we will sell. And um, so because what we want you to consider is you're selling items. Um, the holiday is, is definitely more of an increase. And if you're not used to it, you need to really measure it. And I've known times that, like when I first started vending, I did the Black Expo. I didn't realize how well it sells. And at that time, when I first did the Black Expo, I had books, but I had these specialty items that um, I found um, specialty coffees, but then I had these specialty chef hats and aprons, Afrocentric. You know, I'm African center. So I found, you know, um, African coffees. Then I had the chef hats with the aprons and the matching gloves. And I had these specialty items, along with T-shirts directly sold in books. But um, I never did it before. Less than one day I was sold out. And you paid for a whole weekend. So one thing you really have to consider is your inventory. How much do I need? And you need to consider that up front because you can get a much better deal in August than if you get a lot of items sell out December 1st. Now you got to go back in December to order more items. Two things are going to happen. Your costs are going to go up because now it's in demand. The second thing is going to happen, the turnaround time is going to be two to three times longer because it's busy season for everyone. So you want to anticipate that up front, especially if you're doing shows and trade shows, marketplaces and all. Understand, you know, ask the questions, you know, what is the standard attendance? Find out what kind of competition you have. First of all, I don't do show. If it's 100 people going to be at the show, then you should be the only vendor that sells what you sell. And and there should be no more than six vendors, really. You know, eight at the most, but I would really not do it uh, over six. Because this, you know, helps you measure the, your potential for effectiveness. If you know, if you have a hundred people and you got ten vendors, that's ten people per vendor. And then, you know, your conversion rate, even if you take it to ten percent, what you get about one sale, that's not enough to pay for your time to be there. So you want to be, um, you know, strategic in how you choose. But when you ask these things, you know, if there's a few thousand people. And say, if you're the only vendor, there's only one other person that's selling what you have, there's a good chance that you may sell out even quicker. So you need, um, and if it's a weekend event, a two- or three-day event, you need enough inventory to carry you across the event so that in the middle, um, we had to run up to New York and get more products in the middle of um, when we did our show. But um, you may not have that um be that convenient, like I am in Philly, you know, we can run in New York, or if you're in New York, the wholesale districts are already there, and you can go literally go one day and re-up and come back, but um, 
desk expense is wear and tear. So you want to consider those things. You know, how much am I going to really need? And then you need to find out what are the deadlines, what are the seasons for your industry? When are things less? When do the prices start going up? We know there are a lot of sales during the holiday, but let's get truthful. We're business to business here. You mark it up to to bring it down. So if you're you're starting retail on the regular season for a pair of socks is three ninety nine, when you go back to that same sporting goods store, those socks will be on sale for three ninety nine, and the regular retail price will be marked down from six ninety nine or five ninety nine. So it seems like you're getting this big deal. That's just how it works. So you need to know what are the best seasons for you to shop wholesale, and then. Um, you need to consider, you know, your amount. So, Roger, just let us know as far as Isania Market deals, you know, what are the inventory requir- requirements or what would you suggest if somebody's putting in a deal, you know, what should they have as far as inventory to um, back it? That is an excellent question, Jackie. Um, we have the flexibility at Isania Market deals without publishing this information, but let's say you're offering some jewelry, some handmade jewelry, and you only have five of an item. We have the ability to limit the sales to five and stop the demand and close the deal so that there aren't lots of unsatisfied customers. Now, what you'll learn from that is that, boy, I sold all five of these which is better than having unlimited sales and you sell out at five and you've got 20 people who want the product and you cannot satisfy them. Mm-hmm. Uh, a dissatisfied customer is the worst thing that can happen to your business. And is on your market deals. Our number two priority, number one is find high-quality black-owned businesses. Our number two priority, no dissatisfied clients. I will make the personal commitment to satisfy any complaint, uh, even if I have to do it out of my pocket, but that merchant will no longer be a part of our business. So we have mm-hmm. we have tools in place to keep our merchants from overselling and and disappointing their clients. Now, we provide all of that feedback, which, okay, now I know I I need to go and buy more inventory because there's a higher demand. But but wherever you start, we can work with you to make sure that you have a successful deal running that does not create any dissatisfied customers. Because you know, particularly for those of us who are reaching out to the black target audience, we are our own worst critics. Mm-hmm. <laughs> news, bad news travels fast. The first thing yes. that many people say to me when I tell them I'm supporting black-owned businesses, the first thing they ask is, what am I going to do about those folks who are not ready for prime? Well, you're talking to the wrong person about that because we only deal with high-quality businesses, and I the experience of these onions to help businesses succeed when they may need some help. Um, so if, if you're not sure, 
whether you know what to do, call me, and we'll work with you to create the best possible deal that you can offer to the marketplace. Okay. And you can't beat that, you know, um, especially if you're new. You definitely, you know, cannot beat this. Definitely take this opportunity, and especially for those that have unique items. And, and I find them, and, and we need places like Isania Market Deal. There are some great things, and I want to tell you, I saw some things that I've been looking for for years. Just And even things, you have the opportunity, like things that I want to resell. I love selling black dolls, but I want to sell black dolls made from black people. That was such a hard thing for me to find when I was doing retail sales because we actually had a vending stand, and our vending stand on the street, while, you know, that target audience went for other things that kind of like sold on the street. I also worked a nine-to-five, and I worked an office job, and everybody knew I sold. Some people I would run in today, and this was back in the 90s, they'd be like, what you got, Jack? <laughs> so, so now I'm like kind of obligated to know what's out there, even if I'm not directly selling it. But that was the expectation. and um, But I always had the black books, and a lot of times they're hard to find. You know, people, there's plenty of black books. There's a lot of, um, right now, urban fiction out. But the quality books that we used to sell and, and that you would find in the black um, bookstores, which still were ne- not a whole lot, um, they need to be pushed again. So I'm asking anyone that has ha- that sell books to go through Isania Market Deals because a lot of our quality books aren't getting there. They're pushed in the back now because urban fiction has become so popular. And I'm not dissing anyone who writes urban fiction, but as far as when we need to get solid information out and different things to our children and quality books and when people want our kids to learn, we do have black authors that have those products. They shouldn't have to go to others. I mean, great books that teach, you know, reading, math, um, you know, you know, using hip-hop to learn math and science and um, and just real, real interesting stories, you know, fairy tales told by Fred Crump and illustrated by Fred Crump. Instead of Hansel and Gretel, is Hansel and Granetta, um, a rose for Zamira instead of um, Rapunzel. And then even in the story they said, Rapunzel, Rapunzel, let down your dreads. And it's illustrated so wonderfully. And then they also have the African fables and tales. So just the whole line of fairy tale things that people just don't know exist. But I do know that um, through that, you know, people were looking for toys. And I found a couple, like Malcolm X, you know, historical things. And then I did find, because they premiered at the Black Expo, was the um, Meteor Man, the black superhero. But the toy, when it came out, wasn't a high quality. It faded out and all, and a second run really didn't come out. So black superheroes, all of those things, you know, parents are looking for for their children. So this is not just a niche. It is, like, so needed in such a great market that not only do you need to make sure that you're in it, you need to push it. And, you know, that's one of the things we want to talk about, about strategies, um, you know, pushing other things, whether you're selling directly or not. 
that are not competitive to you. Um, but still, by Azania, we there are two folds. We, we're growing the business, but we also want to grow the market. So we want to push our people to be part of it. So, you know, that's one of the things the strategies I'm asking, especially for Roger, because we had three guests today. Three people, you know, that said they would be on the show. Right now, you know, it could be all kinds of things that happen, but right now the only one here is Roger. And this is his second time doing Christmas in July. He did it last year. And he went in partnership with us for the Urban Tech Fair. Um, People that just are visionaries, they have the vision and understand the value and understanding when you need to lead and um, when you're trying to make larger moves, there's certain things you need to do. But um, on the part of our strategy, which is bringing up now, I do want everyone to partner with Isania Market Deals. Because, one, you can offer two things you can offer your people free, a free profile on Isania.com and free enrollment into the market deals. And, and the enrollment into the market deal is something you can do directly from your site, from your blog. It automatically gets them into there, and especially if you're selling services. So now what you do, you have access to discount products that you don't have to sell, but you're helping out your audience. You know, we no matter what, I don't care if you're a marketing strategist, business consultant, life coach, it doesn't matter whether or not they your potential clients are all going to shop during the holiday season. And if it's for whether it's for Kwanzaa or whether it's for Yom Kippur or whether um you know, Muslims or, or Christians there's a holiday season during that time for everyone. And they're going to be doing some shopping. So, uh, Jackie, yes. Um, do you mind if, if, if I do a little bit of self-promoting? Oh, no, no, no. Uh, no, that's part of what, what you're going to do. I, I just want to I'm, do I'm only being a little, 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 little funny here. But let, let, me, let me put all of this into a different context. We're on the phone here now, and and everybody who's here reached uh, via the Internet. One of the things that I've learned about the Internet is that we don't take advantage, our people don't take advantage of the Internet uh, in the way that many do in the mainstream. And here's what I mean by that. There are three things. Everybody ought to do who's 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 thing right now, and it doesn't matter whether it's Isania Market or, or whether it's Urban Tech or any uh, black initiative. Uh, if you see it on Twitter, retweet it. Don't just look at it and click the like button. Retweet to all of your followers. If you're on Facebook and you see something that 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 you like, comment about it and click the share button. One of the things that we don't do well is that we don't convert our presence into a viral marketplace. I've started a a hashtag called hash black business deals. And I've been monitoring that hashtag black business deals to see who retweets and shares it with their followers. And I, I must tell you, I'm disappointed about it. And it's not because people don't see it. It's because we don't know what to do next. Now, here's the self-promotion. 
when I was selling for IBM, I used to tell a friend of mine, you and I are two of the three best salespeople in the world. We don't know who number three is, but at least we know who number one and two are. We know we're in the top three. Anyone listening to this call who contacts Isania Market Deals will get the help and support of one of the three best salespeople in the world. And you get that help free, absolutely free. I'm not a consultant. I don't charge fees. All I do is help black businesses succeed, and I'm very good at it. All you have to do is contact me. Uh, can I give my phone number now? Okay, go ahead. Wait, wait a minute. Before you do, wait a minute. Before you do, you told us there's three things to do. I got yes. share. Uh, share is the main thing. Share, and through sharing, retweet on Twitter, Facebook, comment, then share. Yeah, comment, share, comment, and retweet. Those okay. are the things that you need to do. On Facebook, a lot of people click the like button, but what they don't do is they don't click the share button. When you click the share button, then you get a chance to add a comment and share the good news with all of your friends. So you can comment at the post that you're looking at. You can share that comment with your friends. And if you're at Twitter, when you see something you like, retweet it. If you don't feel like commenting and replying on your own, at a minimum, click the retweet button and send it to all of your friends. If we would do that, then we would launch a viral explosion. But most people just look and sit there and take another drink out of their cup of coffee and keep scrolling through their Twitter feeds. I, okay. I retweet everything I see about a black-owned business. Yes. So if you are one of my followers and you put up a Twitter post, you get a guaranteed retweet from me. And I always retweet because they retweet. So I retweet. Even um, I, I retweet whatever they um, when Isaiah sends me. And I retweet, and I definitely retweet, you know, certain information. And, and there's a, a pool of us that retweet, you know, various things. And and what you will see, you start getting, um, now Twitter gives you reports. Uh, you know, so-and-so retweeted this, so-and-so retweeted that. So, um, again, not just with being viral, it if you're looking to create impressions and all with someone, and you're retweeting their tweets, they'll, they'll, they're getting that report back that you've retweeted. So just in relationship development. What I would like to say right before, and I'm going to take your contact information, but um, right before, at this point in time, what we do want to establish out of here, and we will because we have one more part, the art and entertainment, which I know to be the most popular series on here, but uh, what we're going to do, we're going to develop a focus group. There are some really good people that um, I found in various focus groups, excellent business. You know, it's one called Business Queens, 
that I belong to. Those women are so phenomenal, on the point, on the money, and they're very focused. The group is very focused. People get relevant. And just from simple comments they make, you can see how experienced and well-knowledgeable someone is. And um, they don't mind sharing information but they or links, but they do not spam. So um, I, I just think that's one of the best groups. So because some groups go so far not to spam, they don't want you to spam, so they don't want you to put any links. But if we're not there to support one another, you know, what's the point? Saying you know, if we, somebody has a business and but they can't share it, and to make it easy for someone to support, I, I don't understand the purpose. But um. So to that, I think what I want to come up with is a certain focus group where we will follow the formula and we will create a video that we will help make viral, real simple. I also have a theater group, so we love doing things, making it dramatic and funny, <laughs> take simple points. We're crazy. We come up with real crazy ideas, but what it is is just using our talents. We will pull together some videos, some ideas, and a focus group, Roger, where we will do it, demonstrate it, and report on our findings on on a consistent basis so that um, by the time September comes, anything put out, when these holiday things start coming, we should be not just telling people but letting them see it. Because I find that a lot of times people – you can say it, but they've never experienced, therefore they can't visualize it because it's something they've never experienced. Like they see people who videos went viral, but they don't understand the process of how it got there. You know, they think they put out a good video and it just goes viral. So by, you know, bringing people in as part of the process and say this is what we did and this is what happened. But by having a, a focus group, I think that will... You know, just help bring things more to light. How, what do you feel about that, Roger? You know, I think that that's a good idea. One of the things that we don't do well, those of us who are trying to uh, really uh, expand uh, the uh, the success of black entrepreneurs, we don't collaborate well. And a focus group is a great starting point. What happens in most cases is we end up with a room full of lone rangers. Um, Every single one of us has our own little mailing list of 5,000 or 10,000 people, but there are millions of black people on the Internet. And and, and, and each one of us is keeping our 10,000 or 5,000 member mailing list a secret from everybody else. So nobody ever reaches a million consumers. Altogether, we might reach 10 million, mm-hmm. 5,000 at a time. And so there's so much out there that, that people miss because we don't, we haven't figured out effective ways to collaborate. So I am extremely interested and willing to participate in a focus group that, in addition to spreading the good news about just what we do, also explores the potential for creating massive leverage and reach uh, 
And if we could do that um, in a win-win scenario, I think that we will see this marketplace uh, reflect what everybody keeps telling us, that they're nil, that, 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 that there's a, a trillion dollars, I'm, I'm sorry, a billion dollars in, in spending uh, among um, black consumers. But we're not reaching all of those consumers in the most effective way. Yes, yes, yes. There's a billion dollars, but those dollars are spread so out, and most of them aren't within our own communities. That It sounds like a good number, but it doesn't mean anything if we're not getting them recycled back to us. So um, um, Rainy. So that's what we're going to do now. Contact, you know, Roger, you know, to help. There are three ways to contact me. One, if you go to our website at www.isaniamarket.com, just click on the contact button, send me an email. Two, if you want to contact me directly, my email address is rmadison at isania.com. That's R-M-A-D-I-S-O-N at I-Z-A-N-I-A dot com. Now, I will also accept your phone call. So you can call me at 614 8 Five five four four two eight, and I would be very interested in discussing any question you have, any opportunity you want to explore. I'm here to. Yeah, so, when you do do have that opportunity, and as well, we will be publishing a workbook. And that will be out by the 1st of August. We're actually working on it now. And I'm giving you the outline, and I'll post the outline in the chat for now. And so do pull that outline up and write it down and take notes through it. But when you get the workbook, you'll actually, you'll have the outline, which we may actually probably we will have the outline ready separate for the next show. But the workbook is going to include um, the various sections we call content marketing and all, it will include um, everyone by next show and anyone who's listening, if you want, just email um, do business at Taylor Adams for me, and I will put that in there, to request your outline because the outline will be done as soon as the show is over. I just um, I did a refocus to the key areas. When I pull inventory under, because I, I realize there's one area, and this is what Rogers and the, and the panel spoke about last year, as well as um, what um, Marcin mentioned on last show, is to test, to measure, test, and re, um, retry, resend, repeat, measure, test, and repeat. So I wanted to make that an area, so I put inventory under what will we sell, because that's key, especially in advertising. So um, what we're going to do right now, because we're going to finish the show off, we have like 40 minutes, we're going to take a little musical break, and Just you know, we're going to just play one tune, and we're going to come back, everyone, and when we come back, we're going to 
the next areas we will be in, um, we're going to start talking about the campaign. And so we're going to be moving from the campaign to our website and systems because we've decided what we're going to sell, what kind of inventory we need. Um, the campaign is, you know, you know, what we're going to put out, you know, how it's going to be put out there. Now we need our website and SEO in our systems. Administrative, they need to support all of that. And then we're going to go into some strategies and close out with basically the re, um, the test, the measure, and the repeat. And, you know, what you need to do to incorporate in your advertising for that to happen. So when we get to... Um, we all know we have to advertise all of these things. When we get to strategies, we're going to talk about specifically, you know, how to advertise, different ways to advertise, you know, setting your budget aside for advertising, and um, then within those ads, how do we measure our effectiveness? So we're going to talk about those different things. And we will be right back. So, um I'm going to mute you out, so if you want to take a moment to take a break, Roger, and we're going to listen to, in the process, I'm trying to figure what's some good music for a Christmas in July audience. You know what I really meant to get with some Christmas songs. I haven't didn't get a chance to get them. Maybe before we close out, I'll find an actual Christmas song that I can play. But in the meantime, oh. I'm going to get blog talk. They lost, I lost all my initial music, so I don't necessarily have my jazz up here. I thought I did have some jazz from... Let's. We're going to check out these blues for 13 moons. Let's see. People ask me, well, how, how do you find your performers? And, you know, some of it just have... No, that's not it. Um, <laughs> we've been doing enough talking. I want some music. And you know what? Here's two fun songs that we have. We're going to move into um, these are songs that are fun, upbeat, and to keep us inspired. This is Power, and then we're going to go from Power to Let You Down. And Let You Down is by Serenity, a.k.a. TBD. And Power is by Johnny Popcorn from the album The Crow. So we don't, we ain't never gonna let nobody change us Never 
Okay, we're back, and we take another break. We'll do Let You Down by Serenity. So I do, I do want to keep the show moving, but that just gave us a little inspirational musical moment and time to drink some water or something. <laughs> and so now we move into campaigns. When you are doing planning for your Christmas in July, uh, um, it's, it's a campaign. It's a holiday selling strategy, so you're going to send out a campaign. Your campaign is not everything you sell and everything you do. You basically want to make things single-focused. So if it's one item, it's about the sale of that item. Initially, especially early September and all, you want to be able to promote that you have something special, but you want to capture data, capture the capture people interested. So you want to use your campaign opportunities you want to do lead capture, start helping identify, finding those people, who are those early shoppers, who's early interested. And at the same time, you want to look at um, look at other people who are, um, I mean, other things promoting your items. But single focus. You don't want to do five different topics, five different subjects. A campaign, you want to keep it single focus. And one of the biggest tools for implementing campaigns are landing pages. Uh, Of course, you have social media. You have email marketing. But you want to bring all of that to a landing page. Well, I want people to go to my website. But what the landing page does for you is capture data and it focuses and it helps segment your audience. You may have people interested in a lot of things, but the people who go to the landing page and you're capturing data, you know they're interested into that one thing. And then when you move them from that landing page to the sale or to close out and you bring them into your website, don't bring them into a general area that they have to search around and find what the landing page that directed them to there was talking about. Bring them into a specific area, and there you want to make sure that your content and everything is converting. It's conversion. That that's time to make the sale, or that landing page. When they click on it, they should just be buying, depending on what the landing page is saying and doing. So, you know, a campaign needs to be structured. So. Okay, my holiday campaign. You know part of your campaign, you need to capture capture data and segment your audience. So you will be doing landing pages and sending out and doing different activities just for that. You want to make sure always on your website there is a lead capture. If you have an area of interest, a form that they can say different things they're interested in, then you need to use that to qualify your leads. Remember, you want to not just capture data just because you want to generate leads and then you want to qualify your leads. So these, you know, your autoresponders, your various different things that you use, this is, is for a purpose. So, you know, you may think you have all of this great verbiage, great things to say. Don't just say things to be hearing yourself talk. Make sure that it is very focused, Your call, what your call to actions are, and make sure what they're going to result in. Are this you know, is this going to help lead to a sale? Or is this going to just have people looking and wondering and, you know, be real specific and be focused on what you want your audience to do? 
so that um, you just don't wind up with a whole bunch of onlookers that are never converting the sales. And then, of course, through your campaigns, is when again, we will talk about it later, but you're going to be measuring, or we can even speak about it now, you're going to be measuring and testing your audience, okay? That's the segmentation tool where you get to ask a couple questions to help you qualify and segment your audience. Um, measurement, testing, say if a um, way to do that is a special. If you go to, and you'll see a sample of that in the landing pages, and we have great resources for you when you do get your workbook. Um, but the thing about it is what you want to make sure that you do is um, it could be a special and a coupon code or something. But anyone that responds to that and uses that coupon code you know that their ad worked or they responded to it, and it just didn't sit there. So by them inserting the coupon code, well, I use, this is a coupon code that I use for this specific campaign. So now I can help measure the effectiveness of that campaign by everyone who uses that coupon code. That's a tool for measurement. Um, the Isania Market Deal Program is another ideal way to measure you may have a whole big inventory, you know, of a whole lot of items, but you may say, well, you know what, I'm going to start by testing this one item. This one item, I want to see how well it's going to go and whatnot. I want to see how well it's going to do. I want to see the response. I'm going to put this in Isania Market Deal, August, early September, for a certain amount of time, and to see the response. And then what you do, you take your response and different things and your measurement, and you tweak and adjust your programs accordingly so that when people are doing a heavy bulk of shopping starting in November, you have everything worked out. And you know who you're directing what to. You know that the people want it. And your um, opportunities for sales, like, increases just tremendously. So, Jackie. yes. Yep. If I could uh, just um, interject here, yes. one of the one of the things we do at Isania Market Deal uh, in the area of measurements is that we provide every merchant with dashboard of information among the things that that they will know when they when you do a deal at Isania Market Deals is you'll know how many people saw the deal, you'll know how many people clicked on the deal, and you'll know how many people bought the deal. And and those three uh, measurements constitute a funnel. A hundred may see the deal, 30 people may click on the deal, five people may buy the deal. And that funnel effect gives you an idea about what's popular. So if one item a hundred people see it and five people buy it, and another item, a hundred people see it and only one person buys it. The simple uh, analysis that you can make is the deal that I sold five of is more popular than the deal I only sold one of, and so maybe I need to repeat that deal or or yeah. something like it, and that way the measurement data gives me information that informs my business decisions. Definitely. So, um, and that is one of the great tools about doing 
you know, business on the Internet and using the Internet and using online tools um, to market your business. Whether Now, understand, my audience is not a solely online audience, never. I, mean, I do marketing. And we, especially in African-American communities, we really use the Internet, but we use it a lot for research. Um, there are still a lot of people who want to touch feel. You know, brick and mortars are still around. We want to go into departments, especially through the holiday season. We want that feel. Um, but even if you are a brick and mortar and the purpose of online is to drive foot traffic, it's still very useful. And you get the opportunity to measure because you can kind of reflect what will happen online as to what will even happen in your store. So you do have the opportunity to test products, to do an A and B testing of, you know, products and offering, well, I tried this way, I tried this way, see which one comes out better at no cost to you. That's why the Isanium Market deals is like so much a no-brainer because, you know, you're not paying for the upfront cost. So um far as our campaigns, those are the things that we want to do. You know, for, so you design that campaign first. What is it going to be? What is it going to focus on? What is it going to look like? Remind you, everything you do must carry your brand. It must keep people always in mind of who you are, your um your 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 specialty, why you stand out, what your values are. So Though we're going into the holiday season, you must make sure that you don't lose focus of your brand and trying to look so much like the holiday season that you lose looking like you. Everything should still be remembrance of whatever, you know, your brand brand is in your company. People should be able to know that this is a Taylor Adams marketing deal. This is an Isania deal. This is um, a... Babe's still, you know, Babe's is one of my favorite stores here in Philadelphia. <laughs> this is where we can go get our Berkshire stockings, our top-of-the-line shoes and all, all from a black-owned business. I don't have to go to Macy's and Norton Taylor's and all to get my Berkshires. I can go to Babe's. And it is in the midst of the hood, right on the ass. <laughs> um, and they've been there almost 50 years. So we, um, so really, you know, it doesn't matter what it is, you just need to make sure that you you don't lose yourself in your designs, and and your design has to work for the purpose. It you know it um, always want to be user friendly. You want to be you know effective. You want it to load easily. If it's online, and these campaigns happen not just online but offline. It, it, whether you always need to decide what your voice is, and you reflect that across all your content, online and offline. Be consistent with your voice. Be consistent with your imaging and your look. So someone comes in a store, somebody sees a poster, somebody sees a postcard, somebody sees an ad in print or an ad in a digital magazine, somebody runs across an ad on Facebook, um, it should look like the same thing when they go see the deal at Isenia's. You know, it, it, you know you, your look shouldn't be different and you want to be you consistent because the more consistent you are with your look and your brand, the more people remember you and they get to know you and can identify you anywhere, and that's your goal. So um, your campaign, once you decide what it is, the content, then you design it. 
landing pages, landing pages, landing pages. Now, what I was able to find for people, because there are a lot of great, like Ion Interactive, great landing page service, a great software, but it's not in the um, affordability of standard small businesses and our solopreneurs or our microenterprises, you know, because it starts at about $1,200 a month. And, you know, most of us realistically, you know, I'm going to be real, most of us aren't, can't afford that and won't spend that kind of money just on landing page software. But in the workbook, I will tell you about different um, options. I found the option for as little as $7 a month per landing page. You can actually create your own landing page free. Wix is a great tool for creating a free landing page. But now when you go for free in Wix, the problem is you lose the you can't um you lose the ability to have a customized domain without Wix in it. Um but you can override that with a tracking link. But then you also lose the ability to put in your, your tracking, your um, analytics codes. So whether you're using um, Google or whatever analytics software you're using to track, you do lose that with the free. You have to go premium. But there are all types of options that we have. Um, and so it depends on how creative you are. If you can create and know how to design and structure landing pages as well, then I would say go find inexpensive ways to do it. Convert, if if your website's big enough and you can write code and whatnot, create a landing page actually on your website, you know, um, or on your hosting service. Create a separate landing page and create your own landing pages. Um, if you're not so knowledgeable and you're not like me, I am not the designer, I, probably, I know what it is the page should do and look like, but I'm not the designer. But I will use a service. Um, if there's a standard type landing page I want, I've even offered to designers to start offering that product. Landing pages are so significant in mainstream marketing, but we are not using them in the African-American small business community. And um, if we don't do, we, we are going with really more expensive options. And so people don't realize we have options that are not as expensive. And even if you're doing Izania, okay, I'm going to put something on Izania market deals. Don't leave it solely up to Izania to, to promote that for you. You know, um, when you want to drive traffic and you really want to measure, you really want sales, then you should be driving some traffic there as well. Well, that's that's what that's why I'm doing it. That's what they're for, there for. I hear that a lot. You know, as least work as I can do, whatever. The point is, is that again, this is work in relationship building. How much would Isania really, really want to help you if you're not just a business placing something, but by you being on there, additional traffic is coming through. You add to the value, the overall value of Isania, because not just you come there, you bring traffic with you. Also, too, again, it helps you measure. If you know you have something on Isania deals and you took the time and effort and sat here with Roger, had conversations, and planned out this campaign, you should be blasting it to your audience. You should have a landing page 
that talks, you know, sends people to the landing page. You capture it and it sends them over to Ivania. It increases your statistics and your tracking, and it just enriches your experience. And it um, just helps make make your things more effective. So um, in designing a campaign, you do want to look at that. Um, those are the options. So you want to look at what am I going to say, how am I going to say it, what are my calls to action, and then the design, the look and the feel of it, what does it take to create it, um, and then where am I going to put these things at, where am I going to promote them. All that is part of your campaign. Point of sales. If you have a brick and mortar, you always need to have some campaign going on at point of sales. Point of sales is a cash register. When people come up to the register, what is being said? Also for brick and mortar businesses, that's a great space and opportunity to negotiate with others for, to get paid for. That's prime area point of sales display. So um, that's an opportunity that you have to maybe generate additional income, to share some of that point of sale space. You can maybe even rent that out. This, you know, help de- you know, decrease some of your costs. That's prime real estate point of sales. Point of sales display are also excellent for mobile campaigns. To text this to get that, you know, text, Isania Market Deals um, to 20547, and then when they do that, they'll get back something. Those are great um, point of sales are great places for those things. So, and point of sales works online and offline. At the point of sale where people are registering or where people are sitting waiting to buy, where they're going to be there for a minute. You want to have messaging, not just confusing, but you want to, again, use that prime space in real estate to say something and to implant into your customer's or potential customer's mind. So that's generally what we're going to say about campaigns. And, um, you know, we already said for Definitely incorporate Isania Market Deals into your campaigns. It should be one of your campaigns. And you're going to be doing multiple campaigns. And the first, and um, initially, one of the first things you want to make sure that your campaigns are helping you capture data and segment your audience so you know what to send to who and who's interested in what. And you want to get all of that done by early September. By October, you're on a whole nother phase. And when November comes, it's just, you know, straight selling what's popular for that time. And then, again, you always want to retain information because, you know, life goes on after the holidays and you want to stay in contact with your audience. So through that, we move to your website, SEO, and your systems. So I would, um, here's again where I like to talk to Roger through his experience. Being with the marketplace. First, is it true that almost 99.9% of the time sales, what would you say sales do during the holiday time? Do they double? Do they quadruple? What generally happens during the holiday time with sales? Oh, they more than double or, or quadruple. There are some industries 
for example, the jewelry industry, which uh, achieves 80% of their annual volume in the four weeks uh, uh, approaching Christmas. So they sell more in four weeks than they sell in uh, so de depending upon what you sell, uh, if you are if you if you have an attractive offer, your sales are going to increase, and and I would say um, five to ten times easily over what your normal monthly or weekly traffic is, but it's a very intense and short window of of sales. You do the branding now. You start to get people familiar with who you are and what 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 you sell. You do, you do the metrics. You you measure what what's 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 successful and and what's not. Uh, you build your inventory and then you go for broke uh, starting mid November to uh, mid December. Um, but nowadays you, you're going to start to see people ramping up their sales. Uh, as early as September, uh, but uh, but the real uh, explosive activity occurs uh, from uh, the week before Thanksgiving uh, all the way th uh, to the end of the year. And then there's the after Christmas um, um, wave. Everything you don't sell in um, uh, before Christmas, uh, you ought to. Prepare to have a fire sale. I call it a fire sale. Uh, if, if you pay $10 for something that sells for $40 and you still have inventory after Christmas, sell it for $10 or even sell it for $5. Get some of your money back. Mm -hmm. don't, don't sit with inventory that's going to be a year old next year or inventory mm -hmm. that you won't be able to sell again. Um, any recovery of your investment is better than no recovery. And that's where really, really, really good deals come in. Um, what happens with a lot of merchants leading up to the November time frame, uh, if you happen to have leftover inventory of items that are universal uh, current. Some never grow old. Um, Bell-bottom pants and platform shoes go out of style. But there, there, there are a lot of things that people sell. Books. A good book doesn't go out of sale, go out of style. Mm -hmm. But since it's not a popular title, you might be able to five dollars. The shelf price was twenty bucks um, normally. Uh, so. The advice that I would give about building your campaigns is be prepared to get some of your money back to clear your inventory. Don't be upset that you can't make all the profit that you want and then sit on the inventory because once the buying season is gone, it's gone. Mm-hmm. Okay. Everyone has, like, sound advice there. So, um and he gave you some time frames and, and just the like updated statistics say um the season really started July second because July second started to back to school. So from July second we're into some holiday sale. 
So July 2nd started the back to school because we have people that do go back to school early August. So we know people going back to school from August through um, second week in September, people are going back to somebody's going back to school from college, high school, elementary school, whatever. There's some school starting. So starting, you know, July 2nd, people are starting to look for, you know, back-to-school items. And then after back-to-school, you know, that, like I said, that runs all the way through September, then you come into Halloween. From Halloween you have um, Thanksgiving, then you have Christmas, and then there's still those niche and specialty holidays with like Rosh Hashanah, um, Hanukkah, those are all happening during the fall season. So we're always coming into a specialized area. Again, like I said, knowing season and know what's happening, um, that's relevant to your industry, the white sales, um, the decor, the home home sales and all. Your your best deals are your white sales. You better get them from October through about the first week in November. After that, everything goes up. It gets marked up to go down. But that's the general, that's the retail um, season. When is that season for, you know, wholesale or distributor if you're on that level? But, again, that's the importance of knowing the season. The other thing you need to know, there are nine weeks from July 2nd to September. Starting September, 30% of online shoppers, your early, your early bird shoppers will start shopping in September. That 38% is way up compared to what that was 10 years ago. And that's because the ability to go online, to find deals, to save, to negotiate, to find things that you unique items and all of that, online increases that so many fold that we're having smarter shoppers that are starting earlier. So 38% of your online shoppers are going to start shopping in September. So you want to use these nine weeks from July through September to prepare for that. So, you know, again, uh, so from that, um, what I'd like to ask you from your experience, um, if you just describe um, a person that um, where the sales increase and they, or do you know of a case, like I know it happened with Yahoo where they totally shut their systems down, but like on a smaller business level, do you know of um how a person that's not prepared for the on flux or the demand of the holiday season, how it can affect their um, systems. Well, um, I we we've had a couple of occasions of very high traffic, uh, and it depends on I mean, particularly if you're doing online. It, it depends on how robust your site is. But uh, whether you're a shared server, whether you're on a dedicated server, a uh, good problem to have is, is, is to have a technical crash. Uh, that's, mm-hmm. better, that's better than having a dissatisfied customer crash. <laughs> but You know what? I would align a technical crash to, and I hate to say this, but I would align a technical crash because of the holiday time to... Somebody ODing. When somebody ODs, people on drugs, they want to find out where they got them drugs from. <laughs> and there's an upsurge. 
because they, you know, they said, dang, this stuff must have been good. So that's kind of <laughs> how I. <laughs> that's that, that's a deep analogy. One I can't relate to. I, I Let me confess. I, I can't relate to that one. But the, the important, the good news is uh, almost every web host uh, nowadays, whether you're hosting at Yahoo or hosting at GoDaddy or, 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 or Google, it doesn't matter, uh, all of them uh, have the capacity to quickly expand your, uh, your, your capacity. Uh, they have the tools that, that, that can get you back up and on the air in less than 24 hours with additional capacity. So uh, you don't have to overinvest, especially if you don't have any scientific data to tell you that that, that your traffic is going to increase tenfold. Uh, You should uh, find out, make sure you know how to contact your technical support. And and we've had to do this. Uh, Most of them have available resources and can very quickly increase your bandwidth and give you additional capacity and you can respond to your client base uh in a hurry that we're back up and on the air with additional capacity um th- that's kind of a a high risk way to go about um uh managing uh the cost of technical support but but if if you don't have invest to, to double your technical support up front, uh, there is at least the comfort to know that most of your traditional web host services have the capability to rapidly increase your capacity. Okay. And what I would like to say, too, that um, add to what Roger saying, have a conversation with your tech support. You know, once you do your planning, that's why, you know, if you do your planning, you're doing this, and you you can just call your technical support, um, even if you speak with a manager and all, and let them know, well, you know, this year I have done more extensive planning for my holiday season, so I do expect increased sales. Now, I'm normally using, and they can even let you know what normal capacity and all you're already at. So an increase, even a tenfold increase, may not put you beyond anything based on where you are. But they can give you an idea, and a lot of times they'll just give you some, you know, good advice about some simple things that you can do. But if you know you're planning and you know you're going to have an increase in traffic, you know, just ask them, you know, am I at risk for anything? And they may ask you some specific questions about what you'll be selling, how you'll be doing it, and and they're going to look at your existing systems. They may ask you some additional questions, and then they will give you good advice. So on that don't even wait till you crash. You can call them early and just let them know what you, what you're doing, and um, they'll give you advice. And then I'll go for the upsell, but <laughs> you know they'll ask you questions, and give you advice first, and then they'll sell. You know, then they'll see an opportunity for an upsell and probably attempt to upsell you. But at least you can evaluate the information that they gave you, different things. So you know, well, let me get back to you. And you know, if you know, at least you know you have more options. Um, so that's just the key. You do need to plan it because there is, um, depending on what your structure is. You know, some people go in buying an e-commerce site, so they're pretty much ready. 
some people are don't have an e-commerce site, and what you're doing, you have items, and you set it up at PayPal, and you place your PayPal code there on your site. Um, and there could be an opportunity, you know, where that setup may or may not necessarily work best for you. Sometimes the reason why people have e-commerce structures because they do work better you know, for larger inventory. I think for small inventory and for services, it's not so much the issue. But when you do have a larger inventory, they work better. And so the other key thing is inventory tracking. You need to be able to track your inventory. Again, that's with keeping a client happy, especially if it gets close to the holiday time. A client don't want to don't does not want to think that they have something. Then to find out that they paid for it, ordered it, but then you don't have it, and it can't come back in. And now something that they gotta have for Christmas, they either have to run around, they have to do all of these things now to get it. So um, you do need to be able to track your inventory when sales come in and sales go out. And um, again, the two Isania Market Deals Horn, you know. That's built on an e-commerce system. They're already built for that. Um, you know, that structure is built for that. So when you do put products through there, you really don't have any of those things to worry about. You know, your main goal always is to make sure that you're just delivering top-quality customer service. And so on that, when you may actually hire more people, please take that into consideration because you don't want just to, how, you know, how they sell. You want to... Your goal is to keep an uh, ongoing customer, and you want to have somebody that has a good report to share. So um, when you're hiring new people, temporary people, understand anybody that picks up your phone, answers your phone, touches a sale, where they interact with the customer in whatever shape or form, whether it's tech support, whether it's customer service after the sale, they affect the bloodline of your business because tech and I've had plenty of tech and customer service people that have pissed me off and I've removed my business from that business because not of the salespeople, not because of what I bought, but because of the way I was treated after I was there. So, um, you know, that's just really important and that's something, you know, because of the increase you may hire more people. So, um so those are just one to review your administrative systems. Um, and your administrative systems, again, include tracking. You know, are you tracking your sales? Are you tracking your services? Um, is the information flowing down from what you have to where the point of purchase is so that people know that only some more are available? And then you know, do you know when you're near time out so that you have enough time to reorder all of those things? And then, so lastly, we're getting into strategies, and we always basically talked about tests and um, to measure. We talked about ways to measure. So just different strategies. The one thing I gave was about aligning yourself. If you have a blog, just uh, say me, I have a marketing blog, but on my side and within my blogs, I have the opportunity to push product. I may choose to push product for um I may choose to push product for, I'm not going to make choose, I'm going to add Isania Market Deals. Now, I'm not going to get a direct sale from that, but again, like I said, I know that people are shopping. I know they're looking for deals. 
I may even reference articles about information about different things that I feel my clients would be very interested in. Like some things that I've just found, what are the top toys selling for the year? So I may say, what are the popular toys and why? I just may either create an article about it, do it around a marketing focal point, but I know people are interested in that because they're going to see if their kids really like it, this and that. It's an interesting article. It ties in the holiday. So you know what? I'm going to visit her blog anyway because I know I'm going to go there and find some good information. And while I'm there, if I set my blog up right, I'm also going to make some sales for myself. So that is where partnerships, collaboration, affiliate marketing, there are different forms. But just by having Dizania Market Deals, and what I would say, I would just have Dizania Market Deal logo there, and up top I may put where people can sign in. So it looks like they can sign in there, but when they click in and sign in, it takes them directly into the signing form for Dizania. So I'm helping increase the number of people that are signing in. Of course, obviously, I already offer Dizania Market Deals as a strategy for my business customers in order to move their product. So, um, but up front, that's another way that I can help because I know people are going to be looking for deals. So that's the way to just look attractive and keep people around my blog. Um, That's one strategy. We already told you definitely have to use your landing pages and all. But um, different collaboration, collaborate with non-competitive people, um, people that maybe have specialty ornaments. Um, go on Isania Market Deals. You may want to go on Isania Market Deals and see certain things that you really like that, again, remember your brand always stands out. There are certain things that I may be doing affiliate marketing for, and there are certain things I would never sell. Not that they're not licensed, and not that they don't have an audience, but I don't like the items. To me, they don't fit with my brand. They don't fit with Jackie um, or the Taylor Adams. You, you, you'll see my slogan. It's scripted. Um, Taylor Adams. Just in a, you know, you think of a. It puts you in a certain thought pattern, quality. If I said Berkshire, you would know what I meant. If I said Incline, um, you would know what I was saying. Um, so I understand what evokes with my brand. So I probably wouldn't have, um, like, you know, the toad that sits outside. <laughs> I probably wouldn't have that. And it may be sold on Isenia Market Deals, but I probably would have something that I would pull out that I feel would, my audience would be more attracted to. Jackie, let me offer just an observation here. Mm -hmm. One of the things that that, that we have been doing uh, for the entire uh, history of our existence, we we went into business in um, 2003, and in today's environment, that's a long time. And we've seen an awful lot of of online communities targeting uh, African-American consumers and entrepreneurs come and go. And and the reason we are still here is uh, one word, and you've been using it repeatedly in your last segment, and that is collaboration. One of the things that is not uh, 
um, widely embraced, particularly among African-American users of the Internet. We have developed a mentality of caution where it's not easy for us to trust people. And, um, and particularly on the Internet, trusting uh, folks sight unseen uh, is a difficult hurdle for a lot of people to get over. But one of the things that, that I've always believed and embraced is something that a friend told me about the Internet back in the early 90s before the dot-com boom even occurred. I asked him, what in the world is the Internet? And, and I think this definition is important. He said that the Internet is an amorphous blob of strangers held together by kindness. Uh, and, and what we have to understand is, is that, that strangers become colleagues, become friends, become collaborators only if 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 we uh trust that 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 what is going on will actually work and and without that trust and with, without trusting strangers for example you and i have never met face to face we talk often as if we grew up and went to elementary school together because <laughs> because we're friends and collaborators, and because I trusted you to be who you said you were. And it turns out that you are who you say you are. And it turns out that I am who I say I am. And the only way for us to get to that place with each other is that we've got to start with trust, not with so much caution that we, we never collaborate. And, uh, and, and, it's important, particularly among black-owned businesses and our target audience, that, that we reach out as far as we are able and continue to do so because it's true what they said on the corner when, when I was a teenager back in the 60s, what goes around comes around. And, and, and it's particularly true of, 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 of netiquette. Most people don't remember that word, but back in the old days when folk were trying to figure out what the Internet was, we invented a term called netiquette. How should I treat with etiquette the people I meet on the Internet? And if we do that with just a little bit of trust, don't send me money if you don't know who I am, but trust me to be who I say I am and test that assertion by trying what I'm offering. And if it doesn't work, then you you are the wiser. But if it does work, you now have a trusted friend that you know you can rely on. And, and that stranger becomes a colleague, becomes a business partner, helps to contribute to your own success. Oh, that's excellent and well said, Roger. You hear my mom here clapping. I had my speaker, she's up here clapping. <laughs> oh, but that is uh, very well said. 
she's just so wonderful to hear a voice like that. <laughs> and um, so, you know, you know, I think this is basically it in a nutshell. Of course, one of our biggest strategies we're promoting today is Isania Market Deals. Um, Roger, I just, I just guess I want to ask one more question before we close out, and so I can add this to the next segment. How can um, those in art and entertainment use Isania Market Deals? I mean, is there a good audience for art lovers? First, first, um, talking about visual artists and authors and writers. Well, um, there, there isn't a, a big market at Isania. We we have quite a few um, businesses in our directory who sell black art, everything that falls into that category, from postcards to greeting cards to to paintings and calendars and 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 other forms of of creative art. But you, you also mentioned entertainment. Um, one of the things that we determined that we would not do at Isania because it, it was an area that we were not prepared to compete in. We don't do entertainment, sports, or religion. Um, okay. That, those are just three areas of focus that we determined to leave to others uh, you, because we can't be all things to all people. But no, we, right. we are focused like a laser beam on black entrepreneurs. If you've got a business that you want to grow and and you want to use the internet to grow that business, then Isania is the place to come and 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 have a wide range of support mm-hmm. that will help you to be successful. Well, I meant product wise. I'm just saying, like when our art and entertainment show uh, next week, we're going to get our artists who are business among among unto themselves, which to realize that they are. And they're always selling something, so for them to focus on what will I be selling over the holiday season, again, you know, they got they have to go through the whole process. But if an artist has a product, like I have one artist, as opposed to regular CDs, he's actually pushing um, two of his iconic projects on vinyl. Um, well, yes. The answer to that is yes. If you've got something to sell, we will help you sell it. Okay, and that's what I meant for visual artists. You know, at the end of the day, they want to sell something. So the visual yeah. artist wants to sell paintings, um, you know, and, a lot, and we have designers and those type of people. So I just wanted to. Um, yes, oh, absolutely, we do that. I, I'm, and I was thinking of event marketing when you said entertainment. We don't do event marketing. No, no, no. I'm thinking of the Isania Market Deals. Again, um they right. have if, products, and if you know, even the you know, I'm even teaching our artists or whatnot, you, you know, to have multiple revenue stream. You know, what is it about your brand that you can either you know, if, whether it's putting it on a T-shirt or some of them are artists and craftspeople and all themselves. You know, what's unique? Just like Hezekiah, while he's a producer and an MC and a vocalist and musician. And and they are just a new thing to do vinyl. He doesn't put anything on vinyl, but he has an iconic project called I Predict the Riot, which is one of his iconic in the launch of his Johnny Popcorn, which he calls his alter ego. But, you know, he actually was building that brand for several years before he brought it out. And um, that's a cross-cultural brand. But, you know, 
smartly so, he chose to put those on vinyl opposed to, you know, other products. And, you know, vinyl goes, you know, the memorabilia, you know, when people see vinyl, there's a certain audience that appreciates vinyl. So, um, you know, those type of things. And like I said, visual artists like Rebecca Jenkins, um, as much as we know her as a graphic designer, she is a fine artist. She does acrylics on canvas. Mm-hmm. You know, is this a you know good opportunity? And you did say you do have a lot of people that sell artwork. Absolutely, it, it is. And and you know, back back to your um, measurement um, criteria earlier. I mean, marketing is all about putting stuff out there and 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 finding out what what works. Um, everything that you market, you don't sell um, as as as. Um, as, as much as, as you'd like. So, you know, in in this environment where the expense is is not an issue, um, let's try it. And the worst that can happen okay. is is that nobody um, um, that that you don't get a lot of attention. And 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 that's informative. That 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 that's good feedback to have. We are available to be the marketing channel, and. Um, and 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 if, if 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 we're not successful, it doesn't cost you anything. So mm-hmm. I, I encourage um, anyone who's listening. Um, if you've got something that you want to offer, uh, contact us. We will um, we'll put it out there and 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 give you the the, the data that that lets you know. Okay, is a better way or a different way to do this, but. Um, but nothing, as my grandmother would say, nothing beats a trial but a failure. Yes. <laughs> and uh, just to close out as far as Azania uh, and com. that's I-Z-A-N-I-A.com. It's, it's, all, it's all also posted in the chat. I do want to let everyone know that that is a wonderful social online community that's been around. Like Azania Market Deals is a new program, but all of this involved from this, this social network, and he always had a large marketplace on there. So everyone should go there, get a free profile. Um, it's just great networking you can do on there. It's a large audience. That's why the Urban Tech Fair has partnered with Azania as their media partner. Um they're our media partner. In exchange, we are using the platform of the Urban Tech Fair to launch Azania Market Deals. Um, again, this is a collaboration, a way to work together. You know, we see all of those numbers of people, and reason why Roger's excellent too for SEO. Now, um, I would say get the workbook for SEO because SEO, it, for those who don't know, search engine optimization. This we will work on keywords. One, we will give a whole list of 72 great keywords to use during the holiday season. We will give you great, you know, subject email subject headers to use during the holiday. These will be all reference references in there. But um, again, when we talked about content, your search engine things need to be used. <laughs> Thank you for the correction, Roger. They need to be used across all of your content. So once you decide your keywords, 
And that's why it's important to look at what your campaigns are going to be and to come up with a list of 25 to 50 keywords. You won't use them all at one time, but these keywords need to be incorporated into all of your content, whether it's a press release, whether it's uh, flyers, um, something written online, offline. It doesn't matter. It goes, again, to people knowing your brand, and the more you um, penetrate these words and the more you have them used, the more the higher probability you will come up in the, like they say, top ten pages. But I really, you really want to come up in the top two pages, top three, because not too many people go beyond three pages unless they're looking for something super specific. And um, when people are searching for terms. So, um, but Isania has great SEL. And, I'm and not nearly as active as I should be on with my Isania profiles. But I can, believe me, I, I my Azania profile always comes up in the top three pages, even though I'm not there, whether it's the BBS Value Tour, Jacqueline Taylor Adams, something with me and Azania, Azania will come up. And that's important. Like platforms like Ning, there's a reason why people use certain platforms is because their SEO is so good that content that you put on there comes up under all types of searches. So do understand that about Azania. And um, so I'm very strategic in who I chose, um, you know, to have on this program and platform, yes. Jackie, let me let me um, mention something about the, the SEO. Um, because we've been around for so long, since 2003, um, what you get is a piggyback effect when you contribute content. So your name, your SEO, your content, your search words get connected to Izania, and you get a double value. You get a two-for-one uh, when you contribute content to Izania because you get to the top of our list as well as as your own identity um, as, a, as, as a search engine uh, uh, outcome. So um, I say that to say anyone can start and post a blog at Izania. So if you've already got a blog, just copy and paste your blog um, at Izania and you get the benefit of our search engine optimization as well as your own. Okay. All righty, now I'm going to put that into the chat room. And um, also, Azania does have a service for press release, for blasting press release. For, so those who do PR work and you use press releases, you want to um, include Azania on your distribution. I'm always going to tell you paid distribution is always more valuable than free. But I do teach how to use a mix of it because I know we have limited budgets. We may not be every month able to do paid distribution, but every other every other month you should be doing some kind of paid distribution on um, press releases, and um, and they're very important in growing your business and growing your brand. Is consistent press releases, and so. Um, if you're able to write it, find anyone who can write for you. If you get a good press release, somebody write it once, you know, and you can use the core of that to change into different ideas, do that. 
and um, to so that it once a month, you know, I want our businesses working at once a month, putting out a press release, or was even considered a PSA that you can send out to the radio. Now, if you want a public service announcement, it cannot be for anything paid. Just an FYI, it has to be for something that is free. And you have the opportunity to have the radio blasted out for you and give them four to six weeks' notice, six to eight weeks, well, generally eight to ten weeks if you're doing television or cable. So that's just a free um, tip there. But um, know that Isania has great um, press release distribution service as well. So there are many different things at Isania and um you know, take advantage of the, the free profile, the free SEO, start posting and contributing there. And um and SE Network there, you will find your target audience there and great opportunities for collaboration and quality black owned businesses and business partners. So um that's my closing statement. Next week we are with art and entertainment and it's going to be, you know, off the hook. You know, I'm looking at bringing um, David Chance back. He did our last year. We're going to bring him back again, and we're going to be specifically talking about our black folks. And I know some people got an issue with Christmas or whatnot, but from a business standpoint, including holiday songs into your catalog to get start getting them ready now because that's a great opportunity for licensing and um, some of our artists got to move out of the realm of emotion and move into the business realm. If you can do, they that is the biggest request. Holiday songs. That's the if that's the one opportunity. Maybe it's hard to get your work in the movies or whatnot, but there are constant requests for catalogs for holiday songs and new holiday new new twists on classic holiday pieces. So you really need to learn how to add those things to your catalog and um, and generate revenue from it. But that's what we're going to talk about next week. Uh, thanks, everyone, for being around. Thank you, Roger. And, Thank um, you, Jackie. Yeah, I think you were all we needed. We were very detailed. We uh, just, oh, real quick, to go with my people by advertising, um, Social media, we're talking about Facebook, Twitter, even again, like I said, even if you're doing Azania market deals, you still want to promote. So, we one, you must do email marketing. You want to advertise across social media. And you can use a great person like me, a marketing strategist, to show you how to make your budget work. You need to spend money, but we show you how to make it work, how to target, how to get the most out of your ads. And we're talking about Facebook, YouTube, um, MySpace, if it's relevant. You know, it's always based on your target market and your audience and what you're selling. Um, Twitter, Pinterest, Clout. That was one thing we want to really talk about. Clout is, um, we'll talk about Clout and entertainment next week. But Clout, just to let everyone know, they, whether you choose it or not, you have a Clout score. That's like a credit score. Whether you choose it or not, you have it and people are looking at it. So now it is going to become incumbent in the next year and all. You're going to become very aware of your clout score and what you need to do to keep your clout score up so that you are not viewed poorly or not as an influencer and that you are viewed as an influencer in your industry. I started off being viewed as an influencer in Philadelphia, 
And I'm like, what? I don't really tweet about Philly like that. But that's where it was. So I had to work to get my influence up in marketing. That's where I want to be looked as an influencer in marketing. So now I'm an influencer in marketing and small business, and those are two areas that I want to be. But but that measures your social media impact. And I think I've even shared it with you, Roger. It measures your social media impact across all social media, which is Facebook, Twitter, Pinterest, you know, LinkedIn, all of that. It, it looks at all of it and it measures your social media influence. So, um, you know, we will talk about that, but with advertising, you use all the means. Um, don't just sit yourself in one place, you know, because as any market deals is a great free program. Don't just sit yourself there. Actually work to drive traffic because you're you know, you're there for the purpose of making money. So whenever you could drive traffic and people can see you in a diversified light, you know, like they don't just see you over here. So um those are just some things that you want to make sure that you do. And um, that's it for me. If you have any questions, again, email dobusiness at tayloradamsforme.com. You can call 215-774-1237. Roger, if you could close us out uh, with your 30 seconds and the whole world listening. Uh, Isania Market is the premier online destination for black entrepreneurs, professionals, and consumers who want to uh, improve their economic outcomes. We offer marketing. We offer content collaboration for uh, entrepreneurs, and and we are building a large black-owned business niche market for the holiday season that will help increase your sales. Please contact us at www.izaniamarket.com. That's I-Z-A-N-I-A-M-A-R-K-E-T.com. And we will help to grow your business and increase your success for the holidays. Thanks a lot. All righty, for everyone, peace and love. And we're going to roll out on Let You Down by Serenity, a.k.a. TDB. Have a wonderful day. Nobody saw me coming, they knew not what they talking about. Don't understand the struggles you go through in life when coming up. Try to knock you down. If they do, just keep on getting up. Don't try to please nobody, cause you're never gonna do enough. Yes, things are hard, but it's only meant to make you tough. You have to get those lessons, no, it's only gonna build you up. So you can see it through. If you ever feel like giving up, and when things going good, just celebrate. Go on and live it up. Don't ever let them stop you. You gotta know your worth. Don't act what they can do for you, cause you can do it for yourself. Don't Rise, I earn mine. Now it's time to bask in the limelight. Just for the kids in 
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, oh, oh. 